<laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. And you weren't even recording. I was. Oh, you were. Okay. Well, at least somebody was recording. I've been recording for a minute and 13 seconds. Oh, for God's sakes. A minute and 13, 13. seconds. Of course you have. Why wouldn't you be? Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So I'm going to be talking about a creature that lives deep in forests in the northeastern American Atlantic coast and Canada. There is a terrifying creature familiar to the Algonquian tribes. According to lore, the creature is known for, for an insatiable hunger for human flesh. It sounds like that a Rob Zombie song. Anyways, according to lore, the creature is known for an insatiable hunger for human flesh with a blood-curdling scream so terrifying it chills your blood. The scream is not like any other predatory animal or human sound. This creature seems to have the most impact during the winter and is said to be the manifestation to the darkest part from human spirits. This creature is known as the Wendigo. It is a ruthless and absolutely savage creature. So, like I said, a Wendigo is always hungry and its hunger is never ever filled. It is also said to take pleasure in the hunt for its food, often stalking and toying with its prey for hours. While toying with its prey, it's able to sense fear and paranoia that comes from the prey. The fear and paranoia makes the Wendigo more excited for the inevitable kill. You know, like the pheromones and stuff? Like, they, the Wendigo can probably smell the fear. It probably can. Yeah. It can sense your heartbeat and everything. It is super intelligent, super hyper-sensitive, and attuned to their hunting ground, making it a superior predator. Wendigos are believed to be supernatural creatures brought to life by humans who have consumed human flesh. Wendigos are also said to be able to possess humans and oftentimes will possess humans who are starving, gluttonous, greedy, or have a craving for human flesh. Wait, wait, they... Get inside them? Yeah. So, like, their spirit gets inside them? It's like they're able to possess them, yeah. Well, what happens to their their body? The body's not really theirs or something? That They can just, like, go and, like, hop body to body? Well, it's a supernatural creature. Oh, oh this is creepy. Once possessed, the human will remain a Wendigo until it is either exercised or it is killed. Oh, are they are there professional Wendigo killers? Well, give me one minute. Can I just I'll say win. that, Beth, I love some of your faces that you make. I had, like, the innocent, like, they're what? Type of recalls. <laughs> I love it. I'm sorry. Continue. A Wendigo is said to be tall and extremely thin, with hands that are withered with sharp claws at their fingertips. Depending on where the Wendigo is said to inhabit, it is said it is either hairless or it has snow-white hair that is often stained and matted with human blood and guts and... Yeah. So it's not really red, it's like brown, because, you know, once the blood dries, it becomes brown. Ooh, that's gross. 
Its teeth are yellow and razor sharp with enough power behind them to break bones and shred flesh. The breath of the creature is foul and the mouth is almost always covered with blood. A. Wendigo's eyes are large and often glow red or yellow, though it is said the eyes can be pushed back into the skull of the creature and all you see is like a glow. Holy shit, I don't want to see one of these. They're terrifying. So I also read, I didn't put this in my paper, but sometimes a Wendigo is seen without lips because apparently they eat their lips off. They bite their own lips off? Uh-huh. Yeah. And if you look at a picture of them, it's like a, it's either the, a skin, like just a bare skinned creature with a deer skull on its head, or it's some of their pictures have fur. So it just depends. I was going to say, all I'm seeing is like, really creepy deer looking things yeah they have like a deer head and depending on what picture you look at they either have like no hair or there is hair they're not great so you asked about being possessed by a wendigo there are cases of what is called wendigo psychosis it is a term given to people who experience some sort of break that causes cravings for human flesh, and it is often characterized by delusions of being possessed by a Wendigo. If I ever get that Wendigo psychosis, please kill me. Oh, that's gross. When a person is experiencing Wendigo psychosis, they are unable to consume anything other than human flesh, and the desire for human flesh becomes quite compulsive. All they're thinking of is consuming human flesh. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. And Wendigo psychosis is often, or I guess I should say was often, a fate feared more than death itself amongst Native American tribes. Oh, there's those Native Americans again. Mm. Yes, uh, the Algonquian tribe. You know how, like, the Native Americans had, like, like I don't want to say spirit animals or things like that, but um, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but, like, they believed in, in certain mythical creatures and things. Do you think that's, like, that's the origin of it, like, originally? Yes, they are Algonquian lore. You got to remember, like, there's been, like, countless things that they think are protective of the land and also things that are not so protective. I feel like the Indians had it right when they started it saying that there's all these like creatures roaming this earth. Cause I think there are, we just don't know. Like about mythical them. things. Yeah. Yes. And if Wendigo psychosis is, you know, a fate worse than death, Right. That wouldn't be a good. So that's insinuating that the tribes had people who ate. They were cannibals. Correct. But I'll get into that. Okay. So. A person undergoing Wendigo psychosis was thought to have come in contact with or have been exposed to the spirit of a Wendigo. A known case of Wendigo psychosis took place in 
in the winter of 1878 in Canada, it was an extremely harsh winter, and there was a indigenous man named Swift Runner. He was a native Cree trapper. He was diagnosed and confessed to having Wendigo psychosis, and he was executed. This is a true story. You can find historical documents on it. Yeah. He was a Native American or a white man? No, he was a Cree trapper. He was indigenous. Okay, so his people executed him. I'll get into it. Okay. So he was a Cree trapper. That was That's his tribe, Cree. Swift Runner was said to be educated and well-liked. He was married with six children. During the winter of 1878, it was a miserable winter and the food was scarce. And when he returned home from winter camp without his wife and six children, people started to become suspicious. Wait, so he came back without his wife and the six children. He came back by himself. Yes, so he left and went to this camp with his wife and six children and came back by himself. Well, that's suspicious. When police got involved, when the police got involved, Swift Runner confessed and took the police to the site of his oldest grave. When police got there, they saw bones scattered all around, which included the skull of his wife. He told police he had become haunted by dreams and nightmares from an evil spirit. The spirit was eventually able to consume his mind and take control, and he then killed and consumed his wife and children. So he remembers doing this, but it wasn't, he was like possessed, obviously. So how, this is just how my brain has this picture of Scooby-Doo, Spooky Island. Yes, when they pull it off of his, okay. Where they're getting possessed by these evil, Wendigo-looking creatures. Like these creatures, I mean... That's what that's what I imagine a Wendigo looks like, but scarier. These. So he re- he remembers what he did to them, but then he buried them. No, the bones were scattered. Okay, so when the he when when you said like the the grave, it wasn't. Well, I'll explain why there's a grave. But. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. How I imagine this is like when the people from Scooby Doo, when Fred, Velma, Daphne. And they all get possessed by that evil creature. And the creatures got their body. And then there's like this big bowl of souls and whatnot. I mean, I don't think that there's this big bowl of souls. But anyways, that's how I'm imagining it. Like they're, anyways, sorry. He told police he had become haunted by dreams. Swift Runner was hanged on December 20th, 1979. There are some Wait. sources. 1879. Oh, sorry. Swift Runner was hanged on December 20th, 1879. Okay. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. There is historical documentation to back up his story. Some sources say he also consumed his brother and his mother-in-law. Um, but the reason why the son, like there was a grave, they think that... The son died, and the food was so limited that they ate the oldest son. And then after that happened, he slowly started picking off his 
family members. Once somebody has, like, they say once you have the taste of that, they crave it, you know? And Well, if you were accused of Wendigo psychosis, you would be executed. All Wendigos are superior predators, and it is unlikely to come out alive in case you find yourself face-to-face with a Wendigo. They are not entirely possible to kill. So that's good news. It is thought fire can kill a Wendigo, but it also can protect you against a Wendigo attack. Wendigo lore believes Wendigos steer clear from fire because their hearts are possibly made from ice. I'm totally picturing SpongeBob in the safety circle to keep him from the sea bears. Yeah. (laughs) I I can't cut ahead because you'll see why in a second, but... You need to be wary because if you are unable to kill the Wendigo, just know it heals extremely fast and you're essentially just pissing it off and, you know, it's going to get its revenge on you and more of a reason to kill you. Another way to kill a Wendigo is using a weapon made of 100% silver and stabbing it through its heart. Kind of like a vampire. Uh Uh-huh. Your job isn't 100% done yet, though. The heart shards from the Wendigo must be put into a silver box and buried on sacred grounds. The Wendigo's body must be dismembered with silver and then cremated and then scattered. If you fail to properly follow the steps to kill a Wendigo, the creature will resurrect and come back with a vengeance. And it's said once a Wendigo makes you its target, there's no, you can't go home. You can go out in the woods and once a Wendigo makes you its target, going home will not save you from the Wendigo. You are its prey from then on. In Pennsylvania, there are abandoned turnpike tunnels. The highway was built in 1881 and it stretches 13 miles and goes through Bedford County and Fulton County. In 1968, the highway was rerouted due to a high level of traffic into the tunnels, and since it has just become abandoned, and apparently the home of a Wendigo. So, I was looking for a topic to research. Didn't you go there? Yes! Gross. Didn't you see a weird experience there? Yes. Even more gross. Yeah, so, like Cass said, I have been to the abandoned turnpike tunnels. I've been to the Sidling Hill Tunnel. And there's plenty of space for a Wendigo to make its home, make its lair, you know, whatever. Let's go back. Let's go. Let's, let's not. Let's do it. Let's get paranoid. <laughs> I'm paranoid enough going up there. I, I hate it up there. Chris, every time Chris is like, let's go up to the turnpike tunnels, I'm like, I really don't want to go. And now I have even more of a reason not to want to go. I actually wanted to go. Remember you took Drew there and did a senior pictures? Yes, I did. I will insert a picture of Drew's senior pictures. And they were beautiful. Let's all go together during the daylight on a Friday. My Wendigo will still attack you during the day. I don't My my therapist says I need to get out and do things to increase my quality of life. I don't think that's what I have location services enabled on my phone. People would be able to find me, or at least my phone. Well, um, you guys let me know how that goes. I don't want to go back up there. 
My therapist says that my family and friends should include me in, in life activities so that I just don't sit at home and do nothing for my, my mental well health, well being health. Help me. Are we going to Eastern state? That'd be fun. That would be fun. That would be fun. Are there Wendigos there? No. Let's play date. Let's plan it because I really want to go to it. I got this topic. I was going to cover this, but it just got pushed forward because I wanted a topic and I was like, huh, what are some, you know, some spooky stories in Pennsylvania? And I went on this website and it was like, type in your zip code and it'll tell you a spooky story near you, like a ghost story or whatever, because... You know, I just wanted to know. Well, it came Please, up with the... By the way, huh? link that in the show notes for us, because I want to know. Well, it only came up with the Wendigo at the Sidling Hill Tunnel. So, this is how I got the episode. It's not a very long one, but... Um, so, like Cass said, I did have some creepy experiences up there. So a Wendigo inhabiting the tunnel does not surprise me in the least bit. It is creepy. There's plenty of space. And I've been with people who have also experienced pretty creepy things. We've heard people yelling. It could be a ghost, but Wendigos can change their voice, much like their uh, commonly associated pal. The previous episode. Skinwalkers. That's not well, coming out of my mouth. That makes sense that they could change. They're like shapeshifters. Like they can go into people's bodies and change. I mean, if they can do that, why couldn't they change somebody's voice? Right. So they toy with your pre- with their prey, and that's one of the ways that they toy with it or with their prey. They, you know, hide in the bushes and you know. They just do whatever they can to scare you. So in the movie, The Exorcist, like uh, Reagan, the girl with the crucifix, like she starts talking like the priest's mother and stuff. So he actually thinks it's his mother talking, but it's actually the demon inside of Reagan, the little girl. Mm-hmm. So he- creepy enough, like one day Dylan was uh, downstairs like early in the morning. And I always call him Dill. Like, hey, Dill, what's up? Whatever. Um, he heard my voice say, hey, Dill, can you come up here? And I was, like, passed out asleep because it was, like, really early in the morning. So that kind of creeps me out a little bit. If he hears you calling him in the woods, tell him not to go. I'm going to be <laughs> in the woods be like, Dill, come here. <laughs> Dill pickles. <laughs> <laughs> are reports of people seeing a Wendigo up at the Turnpike Tunnels. And it's said that the red glowing eyes can be seen from inside the tunnel and it appears as a gray gaunt-like skeleton creature. Wait, so if you were to see this, does that mean like you're done for or only if it decides to kill you? If it decides that it is you, it wants you as your prey, you, you're done for. 
In Ontario, Canada, there are howls heard at night and then they have been recorded. The video that I saw was from 2019 and I believe Lights Out podcast covered this video. At first, the noise was thought to come from a moose until the screaming just continued. Some people suspected it was a grizzly bear. Other people suspected it was a large wolf. And others think that the house came from either Sasquatch or Wendigo. And the recorded video on YouTube as of a couple weeks ago when I did this research has over 4.1 million views. I'll link it in the show notes. Yeah, I'll have to link it because I think I have to ask for I think I had to ask for permission to play it. But Wendigos are also the main antagonist featured in the video game Until Dawn. So, you know, there's a lot of there's books about Wendigos. A little fun fact about myself. I did not know what a Wendigo was until I learned about them very briefly on Supernatural. So Thanks, Sam and Dean. Okay, so in season one, uh, episode two, that was aired in 2005, so I'm not giving any spoilers out. In the episode, Dean and Sam are notified about a group of campers that have gone missing and go on the hunt for what creature may have taken the campers. The civilians believed it was a grizzly bear attack. But because it's supernatural, we know that that's not the case. And Dean and Sam are involved. So it couldn't have just been a grizzly bear. Even though the episode takes place in an area where Wendigos are not commonly heard of, the terrifying lore remains the same. So there's, you know, the fire asked. Didn't they also, um, wasn't the original ending of the show in season five? heard that somewhere that they're originally supposed to end it at season five so maybe like that was like the end of the world the wendigo no this is season Uh, one episode two i thought you said five i'm sorry and aired in 2005 that's where i heard the five sorry it's okay so the terrifying lore remains the same they shoot and kill the wendigo with a flame gun the end of my research so i want to know if you think that wendigos are real personally i hope not because they terrify the shit out of me i feel like they probably are real but i don't want to believe it call queen b because i want to know if she thinks that wendigos are real she has no internet so i hope you can hear this hello hey hey Cass, can you hear her i can hear okay oh she's because i got you just roll with it yeah just Maybe. roll with it okay i'm rolling with it okay i gotta plug my headphone in hold on so you won't be able to hear Cass. okay do you believe when digos are real So that is the end of my Wendigo story. Very well done. Beautiful. Oh, thanks. All right. Well, really creepy as well. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll do the closing without you, I guess. Okay.
Bye. <laughs> you can follow us on Facebook, on Instagram. Share us, like us. Don't forget, we're on TikTok as well. Send us an email. Send us some love. And together, let's get paranoid. Yes. Bye. Bye. (laughs) That was cheesy. I love it. That's so good.